Welcome to the Good Girls Gone Sad podcast, where we unpack our childhood drama and try to figure out why we are the way we are. We're here to answer the questions, what made you good and what makes you sad? Today we are joined by a very special, very slayful guest. It didn't work like I thought it might. <laughs> it um, it's Kira Sullivan. Uh, Kira is a Brooklyn-based comedian and content creator. She also co-hosts the stand-up comedy show Baby Genius with Sophia Wilson-Pelton. If you're in the area, be sure to check it out April 13th at Caveat. Yeah. You're listening right now. You're going to Kira's bio Perfect and you're buying PR. a ticket. Yeah. F- finish the episode. Finish the app because we can see when you stop yeah. listening. <laughs> oh, really? Well, actually yeah, it what shows you can do. you like your retention. Mm-hmm. Oh. And when they drop off. But it's I, actually too much information. Yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah, a lot. Too not, much. not by person. Like, no, I can't be like, well, Kira, stop listening at two. Oh, yeah, 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 good. Like, we can just see the percentage. Oh, the mm-hmm. mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But also, you know, since this is a audio medium, I think it'll keep playing if you go to Instagram. Exactly. And you I think it will. Just don't go to TikTok. One of the many benefits of the thriving medium of radio <laughs> is, that is the multitask ability so of it all. True. Yes. If you're driving a car, though, the, please only do two tasks at once, right? Yes. So you're going to buy your ticket after you're done driving the car. Yeah, don't try or to do too much. like a long stoplight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're walking in New York City, your life is in your own hands. Do what you want. <laughs> anyway, welcome Kira. Awesome. <laughs> I'm Hello. So glad to have you. I'm so excited to be a friend of the pod. Yes, Ugh. friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. I was just telling um, Nick and Kendall, I was like, guess who I'm talking to? <laughs> Kendall actually had tickets to Bad Cinderella tonight, and I was like, I can't, but for an amazing reason. Oh my god, Bad Cinderella. I've been Would following. Would you have gone again? Sid and I went. If it's did you, did you see Bad Cinderella? Yeah. Oh, oh, that was my wedding gift to her and her husband. The three of us went and saw Bad oh, Cinderella. Oh, hell yeah. Iconic <laughs> gift. Iconic gift. I need to write you a thank you note, actually. <laughs> it was iconic. It was really, I mean, it was really bad. It was pretty mm-hmm. bad. It um, was extremely bad Cinderella. I'm not going to lie. I've listened to none of the music. I just, every single day, a new video on my YouTube recommend page, like, pops up and it's like, the problem with bad Cinderella. Oh, no. Or it's like, bad Cinderella is worse than you thought. And it's half an hour long and I'm like, click. Did you think the Gossip Girl reboot was fun? Oh, like, fun as in good? Yeah. No. Like, fun as in, like, watchable? <laughs> like, did you watch it? No. But I watched all of the, I watched okay, all of okay. the, it's, like, it's, takes on it. Is it the it. same energy? I think yeah. it's, like, Gossip Girl, but on stage. It's because it, it's pretending it's camp. I'm stealing all these talking points from Los yeah. Culturistas. I will admit that. Oh, it's oh pretending, I love Los It's yeah. pretending that it's camp, but it, it's, like, it presented itself very seriously first. Earnestly, yeah. And, like, we can retcon Carly Kloss into being camp because she was looking camp right in the eye, right? Like, that's... Yeah. That's... We, we the people, did that. Bad Cinderella can't do it to itself. That's so true. Wait, um, Carly Kloss? Oh, looking so... Camp right in the looking camp right in the eye from the Met Gala. Oh, oh, oh. I was thinking Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> She what? is camp, Yeah, yeah, she's, she is yes. camp. Okay. And she, and she knows it. Yeah. I'm with you, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Bad Cinderella, also the themes are, like... Like there is a lot of um, have you ever wanted to fuck your son? But <laughs> it's, it's okay. I mean, it's okay if you have it. But mine is really hot. He's also dead. Have you ever seen my dead hot, hot son? son? It's no. really there's weird. two yeah. songs about her dead hot son. No, well, not I saw that. I saw this TikTok and they were like, we left halfway through, and they were like talking about all these like 
negative themes that like made second them, half is better if you're going stay yes the second half is better but they were like talking about the like themes and like problematic blah 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 and i was like y'all didn't just think the music was bad <laughs> because first of all she says i am bad cinderella flying high in the sky and she's not a wit but, like we left and we didn't even get to unpack it and then i like got home and i was like michael i have so much to say <laughs> like i was like first of all she says like oh bad cinderella it's their cheeky little name that they gave me and it's like so it's like you're thinking like oh yeah it's gonna it's gonna rhyme with something or whatever yeah. but it's like no it's just they think she's bad it's just like slightly like being called like dirty claire <laughs> which is actually a nickname this girl in my high school got oh, no. looking back on it it was actually really fucked up there was this girl who, we, who, who the people called i didn't participate in this but they called her dirty claire which was so fucked up what had was she, she a grubby girl no she wasn't even grubby there was like one video of her like drinking a four low like like they're like drinking like uh so like like a shot. Kind of yeah, and then it was like Dirty Claire. And it like, Ooh. the horrible thing is that it's kind of catchy and it like really stuck. Yeah. Dirty Claire is really, like I've watched that show. Yeah, Dirty <laughs> no, Claire. Dirty Claire, I'm like, I'm ordering that at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Dirty no, like it, there's, it's Dirty actually, Claire's for the table. It kind of gets stuck in your head. <laughs> but then like looking back, and like, that's the thing, it's like, when you said the word Dirty Claire, you weren't even like saying it as like an insult, you were saying it as like, and I a way to identify someone. Because yeah. that was just like how she's you like identify so her. Many Claire's. Yeah, I know exactly. Because there's a Claire Smith and Dirty Claire. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the dirty one. Yeah, that's, that's so funny. But that's very bad Cinderella. But she also like did actively just like she I wasn't even sure what she was protesting. She was literally just grumpy. There's so many things that they Bully don't. Cinderella. Yeah, literally, she was me. Like you're Cinderella. actually just like pushing people down. Yeah, like, basically pushing people over. And um, the prince, who was like her love interest backslash best friend, mm -hmm. um, they're like, he's like, wow, I had no idea I was in love with her. I just hang out with her 24-7. <laughs> it's like, today she blinked and that was, and I was like, that, that doesn't, I, it was, it's a genuinely, sorry, I get worked up. No, it's please. It's genuinely confusing. The plot yeah. is confusing. It's tough. It doesn't make any sense. And they, they want it to make sense. Like, they, they, like, add these little things in. And they are acting like it makes sense. Yeah. So you feel crazy. You're gaslit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will say, like, the actors and stuff are really good. Yes, everyone's so talented. Everyone can sing. <laughs> Literally. Sorry, I, sorry, you might for me. The other day. Everyone I, can sing. <laughs> the voice break at the end. The other day for, like, maybe two hours, like, I'm not kidding. I just kept being, like, I am bad Cinderella. And then I would just, like, make up the second line. And, like, none of them were clever. And I just was, it was cracking me up. Michael's not reacting at all. Like, not even looking in my direction. And I was just, like, flying high in the sky. Oh but God. I don't actually fly. <laughs> and he was, like, stop. Like, what are you doing? She was texting me. She's, like, I'm doing this really funny thing right now. And I'm, like, I'm so sure. Okay, I've, this is a really good bit. I've actually <laughs> done the same exact thing with um and this is a bet i haven't told anyone it's just for me it's something that That's i do when i'm alone mm -hmm. in my room is you know um uh do you guys watch tick tick boom yes you know that the song where it's like uh cages or wings like which do you prefer <laughs> ask the birds and it's supposed to be like oh it's like wings right <laughs> uh when i sing it alone in my room i always go Cages or wings, which do you prefer? Ask the hamsters. Because they live in cages. And I don't know, I feel like they're having a good time. And I've never done that bit for anyone else. I'm not gonna post it anywhere. Like I'm, I'm so not glad you should. I'm not gonna do it, but like it's just for me. Yeah. It's something that makes me giggle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My my just for me bit is 
singing um, complicated songs um, with perfect diction. <laughs> um, it's like she has those apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. Oh my the god! Fur. Whole club looking at her. Um, that, we'll, that is really good. Sid and I have a video <laughs> that has only taken place like screaming to each other outside in Bushwick. <laughs> Where we take Olivia Rodrigo songs and we do like a dramatic, like if we were in high school doing a monologue. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. That's like, good. good for you. <laughs> no. Happy, healthy, you look happy. Yeah. You look healthy. <laughs> Not me. If you, you ever care to ask. <laughs> <laughs> we did it for like probably an hour. I think because we kept. We lost it, friends. We like, like, were doing it over each other and we're mm. like, no, but I, I, I think like if I give this space, this would be really like there's something to yeah, work yeah. with here. Delusion. Yes. <laughs> we actually asked two questions on this podcast. Okay. We would yeah. love to know your love good questions. girl origin story. My good girl. Well, let's turn back the clock, guys. Yes, Come with me on a journey through time. All yes. the way back. Let's take a journey. I think I was um, thinking about this. There's a in photo, a kind of iconic photo of me. I couldn't find it on my way here, but it's me and Girl Scouts, and I'm holding up my award, which is most helpful, which <laughs> I think is yeah. my good girl origin mm-hmm, story, mm-hmm. where my roots were sewed the roots of kindness I was just very much that kid who like I wasn't like a teacher's pet but I needed to be like my teacher's favorite Mm, or like I needed to be like even now like when I'm at when I'm at a restaurant I stack all the plates for the waiters because I like need to be the waiter's favorite Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like I very much wanted to be like I wasn't and like I it's not like I was a teacher's pet because I did break the rules all the time like I was talking over people all the time. Mm-hmm. I was a really loud child. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just really wanted to be the belle of the ball in the teacher's eyes. It's like the in crowd. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like I can do this thing because we're... Yeah, because, like, because like, you, we get each yeah, other. We, get we have a special other. rapport. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have privileges because right. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Right, And right. I'm well-liked. Did you tattle? No. Okay. I didn't. I feel like that's a... There's, like, the good girls who are, like, you're just, like, good people. Then there's me. And I was like, no, but... You can't do that. <laughs> no. You actually can't do that. I'm going to go title the I'm teacher. I am an extension of the teacher. Yeah. Yes. You can't say that. Yes. Yes. Like, I took the teacher left, sits in charge. They, oh. they did that one time. And I now understand your perspective. That's, like, the one question mm. you asked, like, the did you tattle? That's actually a really smart one. There was also, I feel like, another big good girl origin story for me is that I was, like, a really, really good reader when I was a kid. I was a very advanced reader, and I think I built my entire personality off of that. Mm-hmm. I, off of, like, being... Like, in my head, I was like, I'm really special, I'm really smart, because I'm an advanced reader. But math is, like... I think math is my enemy, because it's my ultimate foil. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I would be a genius if I could get math, but I really could not. It really brought me down. I feel the exact same way. I have the same same origin story. I was like, who needs multiplication? I know SAT words. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm reading Chronicles of Narnia, bitch. <laughs> no, that's a very real, I remember being in like third grade and reading like, I'm like, but I'm reading the fifth book. I know you all read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I'm actually out here finishing a series. So. Exactly. So. <laughs> I remember not even knowing what the words meant, but just being like, but I'm reading Oh yeah, it. just like going through. That was too, that was a little too advanced for me. I think it wasn't even like third grade. I was like, yeah, actually, I, actually some deep themes in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and then I was like, someone's like, you know, you know that lion? Jesus. And I Jesus went. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that gagged me. And then it's like you turned to everybody really and you're like, do you know that the lion is Jesus? And I was like, like it's Jesus. I actually figured that out because I understand allegories. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I was raised Catholic, so I love a Jesus <laughs> metaphor. My dad is actually, my dad is, um, my dad is, was raised very Catholic. He's like cool, but he is 
He does, like, believe it and stuff. <laughs> Every... Listen, we don't judge believers here. <laughs> well, he's not, well, he's not like, oh, no, you know, there's different types of Catholics. Yeah, yeah I know. no, I, we know. We know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, we're not here to bash, we're just here to bond. But you're cool, Dad. Yeah, my cool <laughs> Catholic dad always is, like, we'll be watching, like, E.T. And he'll be like, you know, this is just the Jesus story. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and is your dad also a film bro? Because there's actually two ends of that spectrum. Yeah. There was atheist who's like, that's the God figure. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and there's like the Catholic guy's just like, that reminds me of Jesus. Oh, and he's like, he's kind of like a, he's very into like Joseph Campbell's like a hero's journey type thing. Yes, he really loves yes. that stuff. So he's like that mm-hmm. kind. He's, he like can identify for you. Like, he should hang out with my dad. Yeah, they'd, they'd <laughs> get along. <laughs> That's I know so I've said nothing about my dad, but that's my dad. I believe you. <laughs> yeah. Did your dad yeah. like Shakespeare? Yeah. My mom's the more big Shakespeare head, though. Oh, yeah. But you come from a family of someone's a big Shakespeare head. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> There's a big Shakespeare head family. <laughs> Except for one of the... <laughs> Actually, I would say that the whole family's into Shakespeare. Like, we've all see, gone to see a lot of Shakespeare plays. And then one time when... um. No, it's not you like something. That's why we named our dog Portia. Oh my we, god! I think I'm being like not like the car. And then like, <laughs> the, like fifth grade classmates like, then fucking what? Yes, what the fuck's Portia? Portia. <laughs> um, but then literally like when we were out to dinner, this is like when Riley is like sixteen eh, or something like that. She's not that young. She is the youngest of the three siblings, mm-hmm. but she wasn't that young at the time. We were all at a dinner and we were talking about Shakespeare, and then she was like. What play is Hamlet in again? And when I say that, like, everyone at the table just stopped. And, like, even my dad was like, no. And it, like, took her a minute. We, like, didn't say anything, and then she realized it. We've never let her forget it. (laughs) That is, as a youngest child, that is such a story that people tell about the youngest child forever. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like there's so many stories about that, like, about me in those situations where they're like, and listen to this dumb thing she said. Okay, my favorite (laughs) one. all the time. This actually relates to musical theater. This is, we have this, it's, Riley, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. We have this, like, Riley's bit is, like, my little sister Riley, we call it Riley's goofs, Mm -hmm. because she'll sometimes ask these questions that are, like, she's really, really smart. Mm -hmm. She's, uh, like, smarter than me, but she'll sometimes ask really dumb questions. And one time we were seeing Hello Dolly on Broadway with like my Nana and my mom. And the way Dolly is introduced is she literally goes, Miss Dolly Levi. But they call her like Mrs. Levi for the mm-hmm, whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then. And when, she's kind of not married. It's very confusing. Yeah, exactly. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's so. But then right. We're at the, like the last song before act Two before the intermission, it's like Dolly's ballad, and Riley leans over to me and she goes, "When's Dolly gonna come on?" I like turned to her very slowly and I was like, "That is Dolly, the main character." (laughs) We started crying of laughter. We like couldn't hold it in at like the most emotional moment. Were you also seeing it with like one of? Because like that was just like a diva vehicle where they just kept putting like. Oh yeah, it was oh. Ben, it was Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. It was Bernadette Peters. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was like, like so clear. Of course, she's Dolly. <laughs> are you? Are you the oldest? I'm the middle child. Oh, okay. Mm. We get a lot of oldest children on this podcast. I don't think we've had that many middle children. I we're about the youngest. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And one of two. She's one of three. Mm-hmm. And she's got a brother. Isn't that crazy? That's so fucking weird. <laughs> no. It's like finding out someone's left-handed. Like, what are you? You have a brother? <laughs> That's in the middle. A middle brother's crazy though. A middle brother. You don't get those. You don't get those. Malcolm, in, Malcolm in the middle core. <laughs> I think it's the best placement for a brother, I have to say. I mean, I've never experienced a different one. True, mm-hmm. but I feel like you just have to, like we've talked about this a lot, you have to be like a nice, sensitive boy if you're sandwiched between two girls. I feel like 
the best men I know always grew up with sisters. The most helpful thing is very... That's very real. <laughs> I yeah. always, like, so I've always wanted to be a helpful person, but photograph. I'm not. In the photograph, I'm, like, probably in first grade. Okay. Let me go back to my good girl roots. Let me... <laughs> sorry, let me just go back to my Becca mind. Becca has an extremely similar photo, and that's her winning a... The D.A.R.E. essay contest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I wrote down so many things about... <laughs> about, um... My childhood. One thing I did as a kid... This is kind of a good girl origin story, is, um... I, you know how in movies when, in Disney movies, when Snow White is like dead, technically she's sleeping like this with mm-hmm. her arms across her chest mm-hmm. and when Sleeping Beauty's in her coma, she's also sleeping mm-hmm. in like the dead man's position. Mm-hmm. When I was a little kid, I thought that's just how princesses slept. Oh. I didn't understand oh. like that was like the position they put dead people in. <laughs> so when I was going to bed at night, I would force myself oh to my fall asleep like in the Lazarus death position. <laughs> and, my, so and my mom said she would like wake up in the morning and I'd be sleeping like it. She said it was so <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> 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 But I really was like, come on! <laughs> like, this is what princesses do. Oh, I'm a princess! Literally. That is so Can funny. you still sleep like that? No! Okay, I, like, I, I, I know people who have, like, who have trained themselves to do that. What? They're like, really? They're like, I don't know, I used to writhe, and so, like, now I just don't. I used to writhe? <laughs> what? Like, they were, like, a sleep writher, and they're like, I trained wow. myself to be still. Mm-mm. That's creepy. Sleep writhing. That's really mm-hmm. weird. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Wait, did you go to Catholic school? No, I went to, I went to public school, then I went to CCD. So, okay, which was, like, yeah. you know, like, the once mm-hmm. a week situation. Yeah, they're familiar. We've, uh... Oh! <laughs> being the microphone. We've, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so once again, gesturing to the microphone. I definitely was like someone who I wanted to make my parents proud. I wanted to like be good at everything, but I also like would give up so easily on something if I wasn't good right away. Me too. Like I, in fourth grade, we got to join band and I wanted to play saxophone because I wanted to be like Clarence from Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Of course. Of course. What other? Because I was really into the boss, you know. (laughs) It's okay. I bought a steel drum because I wanted to name it Steely Pan like Steely Dan. No! I I learned who Steely Dan was when like Pete Davidson went to that concert and stood up. Does anyone remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Then I was like, oh yeah, I know who this guy is. Um, they literally told me like your hands are not big enough to play the saxophone, and I was like, I want to play. They were like, they you should play clarinet. I was like, fuck that, I'm gonna play the saxophone. I tried playing the saxophone. They were right. My hands were not big enough, and. So they don't was, make smaller saxophones. Yeah, and so I was just like, I'm quitting band. But I didn't tell anyone I was quitting band. I just mm-hmm. stopped going to the band, period. Mm-hmm. And then one day the band teacher showed up and was like, hey, like, why aren't you at band? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. Like, I quit. And he was like, you have to tell someone. Like, you can't just, like, <laughs> stop. you can't just stop throwing up. And I was like, okay, well, then I quit. <laughs> it was, like, really awkward. I guess that was kind of my bad girl face. Bad Cinderella girl. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's what made you sad? <laughs> The saxophone. <laughs> the saxophone. That would make me sad. Not being able to play the saxophone. My hands being too small for the saxophone. I mean, that you really overcame really something, I think. Mm-hmm. That's your villain origin story. Yeah, and then they started calling you Sticky Kira. No! <laughs> or Teeny Tiny Kira. They have Teeny Kira. Is that why you have Teeny to become Kira. a comedian? I do feel like those little moments, are, they just add up to becoming a comedian. You're like, they told me I couldn't play the saxophone, but you know what? I'm going to grab that microphone. Now I'm going to wail on it. <laughs> okay, another... Um, now I'm just like, go, you know, once you unlock one core memory, oh, yeah, so was true. Uh-huh. another classic is, this is like, not when even when I was like that little, I must have been like 11 when this happened, but you know how in, when you started to go through puberty as a girl, you would go to the doctor and they could tell you like basically how tall you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I went there. I was like five two, and the doctor's like, "You have maybe like one or two inches left," and she. And then she walked out of the room, and I started bawling. And my mom was like, why are you crying? And I was like, because now I can never be a pro basketball player. <laughs> and I started sobbing. And I wasn't even good at basketball. Like, my mom was so my mom short. was so confused. She was like, that was never in the cards for you. Like, that was never going to happen. Like, but I, and I knew that, but I just... I didn't like the opportunity being taken yes, away from me. Yes, no, I had the same feeling, but I thought I was going to be a model. Well, um, oh, didn't we all? Well, mostly because my only self-worth at the time, and all jokes between us were like, you're so skinny, you're so skinny, you're so skinny. Yeah. Wanna why? I was on amphetamines. Oh. <laughs> and then I was on ADHD medication since I was in second grade, so that was... Oh, that, yeah, that'll some do cost. it. Yeah, so, I was, yeah. so skinny. <laughs> so I was teeny. Like, I remember the doctor being like, Maybe five five, and I was like, "Do we think we could eke out five seven? Yeah, yeah. And she I was, was like, "What oh. do I need to do?" She's like, "Not I need quite on this dad immediately." <laughs> She's like, "Not quite up to me," and I was like, "I'll make it work. I'll do print. I'm happy with the land end." <laughs> I was like, "I'll figure it out," and um, I really held on to that dream for a long time. I did audition for America's Next Top Model. Oh wait, sorry, what? Oh, no, wait, no, no, we no, can't. No. Okay, because. You know when they do something called open calls and yeah. anyone can drive to Columbus, Ohio and stand in a mall for two hours? How old were you? I was in high school. This was like over spring break junior year. I mean, fun activity. Fun fact. That's- actually, I completed the... I was also obsessed with Tyra Banks because I was like, she just says what she thinks. <laughs> she and just tells it like it she is. She tells it like it is. I don't really know where that came from. I was like obsessed with the concept of America's Next Top Model. I loved it. I was like... She literally just asked Beyonce, like, this crazy question. Like, oh, yeah. What, 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 I forget what the exact crazy, crazy question was. Oh, was it was? about the fiancé? Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, it was like... Beyonce, fiancé. Yeah, was she just, like, said words to Beyonce. She was like, this week I'm not wearing a wig all week on the Tyra <laughs> show. And, like, yeah. it, the Tyra show was an absolute... Um, I mean, it wasn't a cultural reset because it was on there for a long time, and I think a lot of people actually um, saw through her. <laughs> but um, I, was, I was obsessed with her, so I was obsessed with America's Next Top Models as well, separately. And I auditioned for America's Next Top Model. I did background on two episodes of America's Next Top Model. Whoa. Yeah, and you can see me, but it's the season that Rita Ora hosted. So she wasn't there. Oh no! But then my mom and I were guests on her very short-lived show, The Fab Life with Tyra Banks, of which (gasps) you don't remember because it was on for two and a half months. But we were guests because I submitted my mom to the producers to get a makeover. And I'm like mic'd in the Did audience. Tell your mom. This is the before photo. No, my mom. Like, what not to wear, where they just accost you in the mall. We <laughs> loved what not to wear. Me and my oh, mom yes. and my sisters oh my watched gosh. that religiously. Mm-hmm. No, my mom was literally like, "Say the meanest things you can. They're gonna love that." She's like, "Say that you think I'm ugly and a mean mom." And I was like, "I'm not gonna say that." But <laughs> it was like specific beauty blunders, and she blunders. Which was before the beauty blender became a big thing. Right, and now it's like so pretty difficult. Yeah. Pretty difficult for everybody. Um, but she used to like, and she still kind of does. She wears like green <laughs> eyeliner. She's like, it brings out my green eyes. And I'm like, that's not how color theory works. Listen, we've all been there. Oh, and, that's and, tough. among us. <laughs> yeah. I asked the honorable judge. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, she got a makeover, like a makeup makeover from Tyra Banks live on air. Oh my God. Yeah. And Chrissy Teigen was another one of the hosts. This is like before Chrissy, she was kind of just... 
John Legend's wife that makes pizza sometimes. Yeah. That was her whole thing is that she was like, I'm the chef one. We're yeah, like, I we're make bread. Um, and then like Josie, the celebrity stylist, and then like two other random ladies. One lady did DIY and the other one, I'll clean your house. Oh, <laughs> I no. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> but it was only on for two months and our episode is like one of the final two that aired. Oh my God, I need a link. crazy. I need a link immediately. Um, I don't even know if there is one still because it was just like, it went, like, went to Yahoo. They like deleted this from the internet because Tyra Banks and Chrissy Deegan had a huge falling out. Really? Yes. Oh, weird. Drama. It's it's sad. It's about fertility because Tyra Banks like couldn't, it's like this whole thing and Chrissy Teigen announced live on that show, like just during the recording, she's like, and I'm pregnant. And like Tyra had her, her feelings were really hurt. This is what all, this is all hearsay. I don't know. Wow. Um, But anyway, I have in fact completed my Tyra Banks trifecta. So you could, um, a ten women's a, basketball game. <laughs> you can still be professional. You can audition for a women's basketball team. I have like, I had the opposite growing up skinny, which was I, like when I was really good at sports, and then it's also a good girl gone sad moment. Is I was actually like the there was a time where I actually was the best on my basketball team, okay. the mm-hmm. best on my soccer team. I have really good hand eye coordination, mm-hmm. but then the second puberty started to hit, I got. The hips of like a fertile breeder woman, <laughs> and my body was like, and then I was just slower than everyone else, and I became really bad at sports. And every single sport is like, it doesn't matter how talented you are at the skills, mm-hmm. if you're slower than yeah. everyone else, mm-hmm. you're not yeah. good at the sport. Mm-hmm. That was maybe tough. Golf. Yeah, 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 maybe the only one. I did do diving, <laughs> and I wasn't good at that. Oh, you weren't. No, I, I don't know why they said that to me. And I was like, "Tell me about diving." Oh, you I was, like, I was like, "Maybe you don't want to dive deep into the diving." No, <laughs> not that. I find diving so fascinating. I'm like, you're gonna fold your body in half and then just it's land just in the water. Terrifying. It's terrifying. Was- is it scary doing it? Oh, you never get I'm over so it? scared no. of stuff. There's you no never way. get over. You never get over doing it, and especially the. I was literally the only one in my age group on my team that couldn't do an inward. Mm-hmm. An inward is when you like you jump off. Mm-hmm. Backward, like head first. No, you, yeah, you jump off backwards and then you do a front dive. Mm-hmm. And I was just so terrified of like hitting my head on that I wouldn't mm-hmm. jump back yeah. far enough. Mm-hmm. Reasonable fear. Yeah, and I just I was like, I'm not doing it. Sorry, it was yeah. crazy. I feel like diving is the stand up of water. You know, it's scary what? every time you do it. It <laughs> never, not. never the fear. And the fear never You're gonna goes bomb. Away. You're gonna bomb at least once. Yeah. If it goes badly, you will die. Yeah. That's how I feel when I feel like things go badly. I'm like, I'm dying. This is when I die. Yeah. Right here. This is how it goes. Wait, I do want to circle back to the good reader thing Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I feel like being a good reader is so important. I thought you said breeder and I was like, we're talking about hips. (laughs) No, being a good reader is Mm -hmm. like so important when you're like age, you know what, like four to ten. It's actually huge. And Mm -hmm. then it stops being important. And like no and one everyone tells can read. you, and then suddenly like everyone nobody can read. tells you that you being able to read big books isn't a flex anymore because no. you all have to read the same books and you can't get the AR points in high school or whatever. Accelerated Reader had a grip on me that oh my god unknown to me. I I would re- simply read things just so I could have the most points on the quizzes. I also uh, remember like how many points was your goal? Like your goal mm-hmm. points was based on how good a reader you were when you took the like reading test. And I always used to remember being like, it's just such a hardship having to read such long books. Yeah, so I always always have to read the big books. (laughs) So many points. I to this day, like my reading ACT score is like, I'm like, well, I can. 
Yeah, it, I, it's, it's it like it it makes me very happy. Oh my god, and that's bad. Oh, yeah. I should I should not feel as good as I do about my reading ACT. Oh, score. reading thirty five. Period. Oh no, I was only thirty three. Oh, I didn't take the ACT. Oh, okay. You know what? That's okay. Um, Mine was okay. the SAT writing section. That yeah. is where I shined. And then, of course, they were like, actually, it's optional now. And I was like, um, actually, no, it's not. No, it's, okay. not. it's actually not optional. It's like, I actually did really well. And I quoted Wicked and still did really well. So. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, the last thing I have to share about my childhood, this might be, I, I don't know if this is a good girl gone bad or good girl gone sad. Uh-huh. But we welcome all. Yes. I found I wish you guys I wish the listeners could see this visual but like two summers ago I was going through my room and I found this it mm-hmm. as you can see it's a red folder general. that says Kira's love journal <laughs> oh, journal it's supposed to be a journal the world journal and it is from the fourth grade and it's me documenting my 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 uh love. my loves and it is actually so insane oh you can see how like warped my mind is just like from media and also like some of it like I sound like Drake in it I'm like so disillusioned <laughs> with love um here is I'm just gonna read four like the four pages really quick the first one says I am so omg momented I love four boys number one Douglas if that's how it's spelled <laughs> two Connor and then I, there was Evan and Daniel. I crossed them off the list. I love Douglas. He makes me feel so much love. Also, Connor is so hot, and I love him. Not so much Evan and Daniel. <laughs> and then, and then the next page is I realized Connor's off the list. I heart Douglas more than Connor, which is huge. And then, and then, um, oh god, this is where it gets. This is where I start getting a little bit disillusioned. So. I, I will say, looking over your shoulder, the girl how old? I was in fourth grade. Okay, you have very good handwriting. I, I have really good handwriting. You have really good That's handwriting. actually definitely a good girl, good girl moment. Good yeah. Girl yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always had really good handwriting. Okay, this is where things started to get turn. Um, the next page is, I can't believe it. Every girl in the school is in love with Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him I don't like him, so he will want me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is like... So classic, like, I she was watching... She watched rom Yeah, I yeah. watched rom and I was like, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. But, like, that only works in the movies if you're, like, Kira Knightley. It doesn't yeah. work if you're, like... Kira fourth- Sullivan? Well, if you're... Yeah, if you're in fourth grade, you dress like Adam Sandler and you don't brush your hair. Like, then you're just... Then you're just mean and ugly. <laughs> like, that's... No one wants that. And then this is when it gets really... It gets kind of dark. It says, Shannon, one of my best friends, loves Douglas. Should I tell her I love him, or should I keep my mouth shut and my feelings safe? <laughs> the fact that she likes oh Douglas goodness. is just crap. And as you can see, crap. <laughs> Becky, you up. gotta, you gotta see this. You gotta see the visual. Oh gosh, this is the last one. It's, oh, for, it's um, it's half a page of the just word crap. Underline three times. Underline three times. This is the last page, and this is my really, this is my Drake moment. Fairy tales are crap. They get a girl to think that if you love a boy, he will instantly love you back. But that's not the truth. Boys only get like that in middle and high school. Fantasies are crap. Oh my gosh. Which is also like so sad to read because I'm like, yeah. you think guys are gonna get better in middle and yeah. high school? Oh, no. And they're gonna get so much worse. They really are. That is good girl gone sad. Fantasies though. are crap. Fantasies. <laughs> that was a good girl. That's a good girl gone sad moment. I wow. think just like the sad of it all is like disillusionment at any point. So it means yeah. like disillusionment out of 
like from one silly thing to another and you just get re-illusioned back into something silly, then that's one thing. But it's like, then you got disillusioned yet again. So you yeah. start getting sadder and sadder and sadder So and true. Sadder. Mm-hmm. I love getting re-illusioned. Right? Yeah. That's you know, such... they never talk about that. They never talk about they re-illusionment. Don't. They don't do that. It's like, you can be sad the next morning. You're like, but you know what? It's like, I'm not going to be a basketball player. I will be a professional tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basketball's out of the game. Yeah, I'll be taking my, ta- my talents elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a gymnast now. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I feel like I have a vivid picture of, of who you are. are. Of who I was. <laughs> I can literally see you. Like, I can see you on a soccer field um, in a jersey that's probably a little too big and your, like, hair is braided and you're posing with a soccer ball like this. Hell yeah. Like, yeah, I can, yeah. I can see yeah. your sports photo. Because jerseys never fit anybody. That was not a call to you. That was Oh, a, yeah, obviously. Yeah, was a, it was like, <laughs> it was like, what size are you? We don't care. Take this yeah, jersey Take this nightgown. <laughs> but your mom spent a long time braiding your hair, maybe. No, actually, I was kind of the opposite. My mom didn't do... My mom never touched my hair I literally and so that's why I like didn't brush my hair mm-hmm. in fourth grade I literally look it's actually kind of shocking the photos of me. <laughs> I wore black basketball shorts bedazzled tank tops <laughs> and then Merrill's <laughs> and I thought I was like why aren't all the boys flocking to my yard and I was like so you really did dress like Adam Sandler no I really like I was not okay, exaggerating if you show up to a comedy show like that, you're booked. Brooklyn comedy scene, watch out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Do you um, have anything else you'd like to say about what makes you sad? You don't have to, but that's our next question. What makes or made, like, what disillusioned the good girl, I guess. Okay. Yeah. It could um, be that last... One th- yeah, that the last part. part. One thing Just that kiss. disillusioned me, I, in middle school, this is so embarrassing, I got really into Eminem. I got really, really into Eminem, and this is one one of my more embarrassing moments when I look back on my life. In middle school, I started to, maybe it's like sixth grade, maybe I'm like 11 or 12 when this is happening, but I started reading the dictionary, but only because I read in an article that when Eminem was a kid, he would read the dictionary because he was so poor that it was the only book he had in his house. And so I read the dictionary because I wanted to be a rapper like Eminem. Wow. That's like one of the toughest memories I have when I look back and I'm like, oh no. Oh no. no, 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 no. I went through a dictionary reading phase as well. What? Okay, that's, that's a very good girl guy. Like, that's a very this podcast type brand. Wow, yeah. I don't think I ever did that. You won't get too far. I got to like A B. There's a lot of words. <laughs> and then I kind of just like skipped ahead a little bit, so it looked like I had read. Yeah, before. I was kind of like, what's happening in the R section? Yeah, I think it's because like my parents were taking me seriously about something. <laughs> Skipping ahead in the dictionary <laughs> to make it seem like you read it is definitely something that I did. I've been so embarrassed. So yeah, that, yeah, that's that's a classic. Um, that's and, Bible. And I know that my dad had like a hardcover version of the dictionary, and I was like, you can't stop me. Like, you, you can say no to me now, but soon I'm going to know every word. I'm going to know all the words. <laughs> and I'm right and you're wrong. And I think that this agreement was like, they're like, hey, we're going to Chili's. And I was like, I wanted Applebee's. <laughs> I'm, this is, I'm, I'm feeling Applebee's and I feel like no one listens to me. No, I'm, I'm not, not heard in this I'm household. I'm not being heard in this household. Mm. What were your guys' like family restaurants growing up? Or like chains? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm from a place where Perkins was a big deal. I don't know about Not Perkins. familiar with Perkins. Okay, it's, um, it's... Where are you from? I'm What's from Indiana. <laughs> wait, 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 why'd you... I like you said, I'm from a place. <laughs> where this, it's like, um, where's that? Long, um, wait, 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 Perkins. We were, so Perkins is like... Is uh, that a chain? Yeah, it's like a Denny's, but a little more carpeted. 
I would say. <laughs> okay. And like, you, I've always thought Denny's needs more carpet. Um, um, there's a place that's called like the Blueberry Muffin Restaurant or like Blueberry Pancake House or something like that that I think is like their, it's basically the exact same establishment. It's the way that Panera is Panera some places and St. Louis Bread Company in St. Louis. I didn't know that. Are I'm we familiar? Oh, we don't know about this? I did no, not know that. that. Well, I, I spit only facts. Panera lore. Wow. Panera, Panera lore. lore. Or as my grandma would call it, Panera's. And I'm like, Panera. Panera's. Panera's an item. It doesn't, Panera is like the thing you bake bread in. It's not. It's not plural. It's not a person. They Barnes don't and Nobles. Barnes and Everybody Nobles. says Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. We're Big Chili's family. And special occasions would be like a Texas roadhouse. Mm. I was obsessed with steak as a kid. Anybody else? No. No, but I feel like I do know kids who were steak kids. I was a st- I'm like not a steak adult. I kind of babysat a steak kid once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so funny. I think I was doing it for the sauces. I think because everyone was like put in... I was, like, obsessed with A1 steak sauce. I still am a very, like, vinegar-based person. It was just a vehicle for the sauce. For the it wasn't sauce. so much about the yeah. sauce. Okay, I understand that. That's like me with fries. And also it was like, no, not fries, but, like, with other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, that's me with fries, too. It's, yeah, it's, sometimes. Yeah. It depends on the fry. Mm-hmm. But I think I just liked it was, like, chewy. And I think it was also, like, people were like, that's so crazy. Look at that. Little, little, Look at little, that little, little girl eating a big steak. Like and I was like, steak. I was like... Pay attention to me. I would, like, performatively eat Big Macs. Were you the kind of kid who, like, did the dead man's float at the pool? Well, no, because I really hated swimming. So okay. I would pretty much knock it in the pool, but that was, like, a point of thing. is like, everyone remember I can't swim. <laughs> right, right, yeah. swimmer. My dad is a professional swim coach. Right, okay. I'm an elite swim coach. Oh, my God. so awesome for me. Um, but I, I did this one time I did sit in the corner of my second grade classroom and pretend to cry. And then I counted how long I counted the minutes until someone came and talked to me. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. So I went sad in second grade. That's kind of what I had to do because I was a lifeguard and kids did the dead man float all the time. And I think every time they were waiting for me to blow the whistle, but you can just tell when a kid is (laughs) faking it and I would just wait. I'd just be like, nope. No one's yeah, gonna no, notice. No, 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 no one's no. gonna notice. Ugh. Oh my gosh, being a lifeguard, that's you really are the most helpful. Yeah, I was a lifeguard at camp and um I did the lifeguard training mm-hmm. and I was like really tiny in high school and extremely weak. <laughs> and how tiny? Uh I was like well, I I grew in college. Okay, gotcha. like, I was you went like, through like a uh, late period. Yeah, I was like five three ish and now I'm like five four. So it wasn't like a ton, but <laughs> so I So you were just smaller. No, but it was smaller like, like just in general. Yeah, it was I understand. Like, I hit puberty in sixth grade and was like, Well, I'm just the tiniest person to ever exist and then I like had I'm the smallest second girl, yeah. Puberty, second puberty. And was like, No, I'm normal sized, got it. Mm-hmm. Like I have boobs now. Proportions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when I was in high so I was like I was like you know, like 90, 100 pounds when I was like a junior. and Oh, that is really tiny. Yeah, yeah. I was very small. And it was just exceptionally weak. Like so, so weak. No upper body strength. And so I took this lifeguard class. Almost everybody in the class was on a swim team of sorts. So they all were much better than me. And I was like, I'm just trying to get a job in the summer camp. Yeah. Like, don't just... mind me. And we had like the final exam thing. And you had to like, part of it was doing stuff like saving a person and then part of it was a written thing i didn't miss a question on the written thing and then i did the um <laughs> lifeguard part and i like jumped in to save the person and like just could not like it was like i was drowning <laughs> it was like i was taking this man down with me no. like it was and finally we it was like, a real human adult yeah okay and like finally when i got to the side and it was okay. like i did everything right i just was like too you weak just couldn't do it and the like literally they like pulled everybody aside to talk to them about their performance almost every single person in the class failed and she like pulled me aside and she was like are you ever 
gonna be a lifeguard to adults. And I was like, no, I'm gonna be at my summer camp for, like, children. And she was like, I should not pass you. <gasps> but she was like, but it's really not your fault. Like, it's just... <laughs> she was like, you just... It's like, just your body. She was like, I'm serious. You have to promise me to never be a lifeguard for adults. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was like, you will not be able to save a grown person. And I was like, okay. Did you have to do the thing where you, like, go down and get the brick from the bottom from yes. the deep end? Yeah. It was kind of tough, too. Yeah. Well, actually, at my camp, we had, like, kind of crazy drills that you had to do all the time. Because it was at a lake? Yeah, because it was a lake. You had to dive to the bottom, and then they called it cystos. It was, like, I actually don't know why. <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> systematic something. But it was, like, everybody dove to the bottom, and then you swam along the bottom as far as you could, and then popped up, and then you had to, like, return to a line. Like, everybody did it at once, and then you had to go back down, and you had to, like, skim along the bottom, and they would, like, put things down there to ensure that you actually were skimming along the bottom because it was gross. Yeah, you. <laughs> like, in my bikini, you know? Like, yeah. skimming along the bottom. And anyway, that was... I did not like being a lifeguard. So the next year I came back and I was on the canoeing staff and I still had to like technically be a lifeguard, but I, there was never really any to do the fear sisters. of Sounds saving. like a Greek restaurant. Canoeing yeah. staff. Oh yeah. You, we, don't, you don't strike <laughs> me as a paddle sports person. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a paddle sports person, <laughs> but it was like fun. Props to pickleball. Yes. Well, I've gotten into pickleball lately. I love pickleball. <laughs> I've played like twice, but I'm like, I'm actually super into pickleball. I'll actually, I'll actually... Completely, like, seriously, I'll play pickleball with you. Okay. Wait. That's, like, the one sport I was really good at. I, we did, I did net games mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. high school for gym. I'm yeah. really good at pickleball. We actually talked about this recently on our podcast. <laughs> this is like, racket sports at, um... Racket sports, yeah. This is now a pickleball podcast. This is yeah. a racket sports well, enthusiast. I, I would say I'm not good at pickleball, but I'm not bad. Like, I can, like, play a game. You know how I was saying, like, I'm really good at hand-eye coordination, yeah. but yeah. I'm slow? Pickleball's, like... One of the only sports that I can still play and, like, be really good mm -hmm. at. So, I think I have hand-eye coordination, but I have no technique anywhere. So, mm -hmm. like, tennis involves too much technique. Yeah. But, like, a table tennis, I can rock out. Yeah. Because it's, like, really not that hard. But yeah. tennis is, like, especially serving. I played volleyball. I played B-team CYO volleyball. Are you familiar with CYO? Not familiar with the lore. Okay. No. CYO is, like, um... You church were playing with your church. Um, children's youth organization? Yeah, <laughs> Christian youth organization. We had oh. CYO basketball, which I played yeah. one game, and they were like, you're actually so bad, Jesus. The Lord does <laughs> not want you to play basketball. Jesus thinks you should be somewhere else. Yeah. So, it's actually, so it's actually sitting on my heart that you need to get the two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I played volleyball, and I actually got so good at side serving because you weren't allowed to underhand serve once you made it to the B team. Wait, why not? The C team underhand served. The B team, you had to have, like, preferred overhand serve gotcha and then the a team was the overhand serve um and i just got really good at the side serve because i like physically couldn't like to this day i like hear my bones crack it's my body i know your bones yeah. crack the bones crack <laughs> badminton pickleball yes yeah volleyball mm -hmm. i actually i like volleyball too i played it like very briefly and i was on this team where Three of the girls on my team played college volleyball, but this was in the sixth grade. Oh, but, like, wow. They just went on to team be, like, champions. extremely yeah, good. Like, and I was like, wow, it's cool that I'm not even that good, but my team still keeps winning. Like, I love this sport. <laughs> and I was like, I haven't even learned to serve, but here we are winning the tournament. Oh, my God. I love that. Thinking about, like, stuff that you used to say in, like, middle school and high school, and it was, like, so funny, and then you look back, like, I look back, and I'm like, if somebody said that to my child, <laughs> like, it, it, we, like, had all these little bits, like.
I love baseless rumors. Yeah, they're the funniest. I love the defense. I mean, we don't think it's true. Yeah, it's obviously, like it's obviously, obviously not. True. We'd be insane if we thought it was true. Yeah, it's like it's just a thing we talk about all the time about a girl we've never spoken. <laughs> exactly. To. So I feel like you stop being a tattletale when you evolve into middle school. You start being a good. Citizen. You start being a narc. No, you, or, or a snitch. Yeah. Oh, snitch. Yeah, yes, you're a snitch. Sid. Okay, so my mom did work at my high school, and it was oh, like, okay, that's I, actually a big snitch. So potential. I went to a Catholic high school, and. I ended up living with somebody in college that I was, like, friendly with in high school. We weren't, like, great friends, yeah. but we were, like, in the same choir and stuff. And we ended up being the same sorority, and, like, we became roommates. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, talking about this, like, high school party. She was at Par- Josh was having parties? And she was like, yeah, you weren't invited because we thought you were telling, like, everything to your mom. And I was like, I had no idea any of this was happening. Oh so they were calling me a snitch, and I never snitched on any of them. Because you didn't know about it. Because I didn't to be know fair, about just, it. You didn't I would have, though, because they were breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't I would snitch have, on it because they never gave you the chance, so they I stopped think, you. I think I would have been uncomfortable with knowing, but I still would have tried to go to the party and then... Sat in the corner and not drank. Oh but my like, god, yeah. That was my big, like, I'm here to part, but I'm not gonna, like, participate. But, like, I'm cool enough to be here. Like, you guys don't understand. Like, even though I'm not drinking, I'm still very cool and fun to be around. Yeah. That's actually a tough pill to swallow. It was a really tough pill yeah. to swallow. And um, she was like, well, you well, you know about this, right? You know that everyone hated you in high school. Like, she literally said oh, that to no. me one time. And I was like, I didn't. And I'm really glad I didn't. Meanwhile, I was homecoming queen, and I found out it was a joke. Like, what? years later. Yeah. Wait, okay. what? It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I have the crown. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So anyway, um, I would... Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you cannot just so anyway That's... your way out of, a, out of a truth bomb like that. That is really... I thought you found out that your, like, ex-boyfriend rigged it or okay. something. Okay. He rigged it in my favor. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was homecoming queen, but I think it was under nefarious circumstances. I was up against this other girl who um, was, like, more popular and cooler than me. And I think that, like, they're just, like, nerds kind of outweighed the, like... That's so fair. People who yeah, are on that's her side. And I think I was the default pick. But I don't think people really wanted me to win that much. I don't think that sounds that shadowy. Um, my ex-boyfriend, my high school boyfriend... Ex is such a strong term when it's high yeah, school. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, like, knew how to code. And our Hacker. our ballot system was... And I think he, like, virtually stuffed the ballot box... Oh my god, you think he hacked it? I think he hacked you, it like, my favor. I, You genuinely think he did? I do. Like, I, know he, I know he was capable, and um, a guy who was friends with him told me that this happened, and then another guy told me that it didn't happen, and this is like years later I've asked. Like, yeah. I asked my friend like maybe seven months ago, and he was like, that never happened, that's crazy. That does and sound I'm, like, crazy. But I'm like, would you know? Well, he also really, really did not want to be homecoming king. He did not want anything to do with it, but he knew I did. So yeah. Actually, it was like active service. Yeah, sweet. So he kind of, like, by doing that, took his name out and then put my name in. But I don't know if this is true or not. I would love to know if you have an entry into the Good Girl Glossary, which is the definitive list of people, places, and things that make up a good girl. Um, my entry to the Good Girl Glossary is being a really advanced reader as a kid and mm-hmm. basing your entire personality off of it for mm-hmm. years to come. Mm-hmm. And then being shattered when everyone else can read yep. in, like, five years. It's the worst. It's so you're so different in like first grade. And yeah, then and then you're like, what grade? the fuck? You guys are reading now? Yeah. Like what? It's like, oh, so we're all reading Great Gatsby. Oh, so we're all reading. <laughs> we're all reading now. Okay, I see. But then, did you have to be first raise your hand and be like, well, what I have to say is insightful? I know we can all read, but I have insightful things to say. Motif. A- I was. <laughs> yeah. I was analyzing. I was annotating. Yeah. Like uh-huh. more than anyone. Yeah. Oh, 
With a highlighter. A dangerous weapon. <laughs> Dang- the pen up. is mightier than the sword. Have you seen me with a highlighter? Exactly. <laughs> um, I second the nomination. I third it. All right. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Gavel. My second one is being afraid of wearing horizontal stripes because 2000s fashion magazines programmed me with their propaganda to never wear horizontal stripes. I'm mm-hmm. still, I still do not refuse. Like I still refuse to wear them to this day. The 2000s fashion magazines have to answer for what they did to good. <laughs> Can we also talk about really quickly, like before we wrap this up, the way that 2000s fashion magazines would tell you what body shape you were. And they were like the craziest names ever. Like, they, yeah. told, they told me I was shaped like a fucking pear. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at the pear and I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I was like, I don't want to be shaped like that. Yeah. That's cruel. I also feel like they didn't have a wide enough vocabulary. They had no. like three no. fruits and I was like. It was, there was, you could, you literally could be an apple. Uh-huh. Yeah. You could be an apple, a pear, you could be an inverted an triangle. Hourglass. Or traffic cone. Traffic cone is tough. The banana. You also, if you were straight. Yeah. yeah. You also, like, weren't allowed to just, like, be, everyone's like, she's shaped like a stick. And I was like, no, shaped like a 10-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 10-year-old boy body, that's what I had. Yeah. They, it, also, they made hourglass out to be, like, so sexy like you're yeah. like voluptuous and it's like i think like technically i have an hourglass shape like it's just I like proportional bigger boobs and whatever but i'm like that's like i would never be like i have an hourglass yeah it'd like, be like hourglass i'd be like think marilyn monroe and it's like okay well she has an insane bob yeah. and it'd be like all of us out here looking like marilyn monroe <laughs> yeah. yeah it was either like you were either marilyn monroe or i don't want to disparage any women but they'd be like or oh, you're susan boyle yeah <laughs> those are the only two and i was like lordy I was gonna say I feel like they did not do nearly enough to prevent me from cyber bu- like cyberbullying or getting cyberbullied, but they were really extreme on those. Yeah, they were those like horizontal stripes. I feel like they also were telling me um, how to avoid like extreme, very hard drugs. Like I was just gonna come upon them in the wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not know what they were. Um, like the candy from strangers stuff. It was like the. The articles were always so intense. And yeah. I, mean, I even mean, like, in the teen magazine. Yeah. yeah. Like, Teen Bop. Yeah. Like, wait, 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 Oh, my God. What were they called? Uh, Tiger Bee. Tiger Bee. Mm-hmm. Um, teen Vogue. Yeah. Which was my bread and butter. I, I knew I wasn't Vogue. ready for real Vogue because that was adult, mature content. You had to work your way up. Cosmo yeah. Girl. Cosmo Girl. I wasn't into Cosmo Girl, but I was mm-hmm. Tiger Bee, Teen Vogue. Teen yes. Vogue. There was another one that was, like, more, like, another Tiger Bee, like, celebrity one. I think it was J-Pop. Or something like that. It was like something mm-hmm. pop. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then like seven. I posted something recently about um, like, oh, it was like me being a rule follower. And one of the examples was I've never worn a tampon for more than eight hours. Mm-hmm. And wow. somebody commented, wow, we really all read that same Seventeen magazine article about toxic shock. Oh, my God. Oh, like, yes. The girl who like lost her yes. arm or she and lost I her leg. Like, I was like, a fun fact about me is I got obsessed with toxic shock syndrome on my own by just <laughs> reading the tampon box. That's crazy. I, I vividly remember being like, I'm going to put a tampon in today. And then I like read the warning thing and I was like, no, I'm not ever putting one of these in my I, body. I vividly remember that article mm-hmm. yes. where it was like, this girl lost her yeah. legs. I don't know anyone who has gotten it, but I thought... It's I not st- that much of a myth. I Take s- your tampons out. I still, to this day, thought it was like, if you get it, you die, or like you're getting yeah. amputated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so afraid of getting meningitis. Pneumococcal meningitis. Meningitis, yeah, that, that is a scary I was one. I'm so, so scared, because they're like, you don't know you have it, and then you just pass away. And I'm so, I feel like I'm talking about it very cavalierly. I don't know how, if anyone listening has been affected by pneumococcal meningitis. <laughs> just to be, say that again, please. <laughs> pneumococcal meningitis. Horizontal stripes in the Google glossary. Absolutely. I second. I third. I third. All right. You want to well. do it together? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Amazing. Beautiful. Okay, we wrote a little game for you. We always have a silly little game. What's the name of the game? Called Emotional Rock of the, of the 2000s. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> and like, I'm so glad you guys know what that is. Let me tell you, I was writing this game last night, listening to it, and I was like, I'm, I was transported back to my room that was like just the most teal chocolate combo. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. The teal <laughs> chocolate Please, combo. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I have my cough right now. It's really coming out, but like, especially when I laugh, the teal chocolate combo. Yes. Just, like, unlocked something in me. Because <laughs> there was the teal chocolate girls, and there was the pink chocolate girls. Chocolate was a big chocolate color. Chocolate was big. I, yeah. surprisingly, was a teal chocolate girl. And oh. I'm a pink girl now. Yeah. But I went through a teal chocolate phase. I was never actually a chocolate girl. I was always, like, I, I always kind of thought myself above that. Because the most feminine color in the world was mud. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought I had, like, really, like... Erudite tastes when it uh -huh. came to aesthetic uh -huh. as a kid. Uh huh. I was like, I'm, my walls are a simple blue, a simple pastel blue. A pastel blue, not a teal. No. You created an iconic playlist of emotional 2000s rock, which is an essential soundtrack to the good girls gone sad life. Your job today is to name the movie or TV show that featured whatever iconic song. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Number one, which Nick Cage film was Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls featured in? Gone in 60 Seconds, City of Angels, or Face Off? Oh my god, I don't know any of those movies. Let's either. go with like City of Angels. Oh my god, you got it right! Yeah! Okay. That sounds like a 2000s movie. That was like, that, that title is giving me that. So, you know, I give up forever to, to touch, touch you. you. That is, it was written for the film. It wasn't just featured in it because Nick Cage plays a literal angel and he falls in love with human Meg Ryan. And Wait, I'm to, gonna add this to my letterbox. Yeah, and he has to <laughs> give up his um, immortal. Like eternal life to be with Meg Ryan, so like the song is literally about the movie. Oh I my god! Okay. I'm absolutely watching that tonight. You have to home. watch it. Amazing. Okay, number two. Um, what TV show was Chasing Cars featured in? You kind of don't get uh, options for this because it's yes. It says in all caps. Do we even need if a I lay here? If <laughs> mm -hmm. I just lay here? Because it's featured multiple times throughout the TV show, and the TV show's been on a really, really long time. It's an emotional type show. The tough thing is that there's so many 2000s TV shows mm -hmm. that have a specific song. It's still on song. right now. Oh, is, is, that, is it Grey's Anatomy? It's Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that was my first choice when I was like, could it be something else? I was like, because I have. Yeah. I, okay, yeah. I, know, I guess I could have done other ones for that. No, but two, for like, two. two for two. Okay, two for two. Two for two. You got two. it. Okay. Coldplay's Fix You was featured in what Kate Hudson movie? You, oh, not Kate Hudson. That's supposed to say Adam Sandler. Sorry. Um, Very similar people. And, and, and by Adam Sandler, I mean Owen Wilson. Oh my god. <laughs> Coldplay Speaks oh. You was featured in what Owen Wilson movie? You, Me, and Dupree, Wedding Crashers, or Zoolander? And yeah, Coldplay Speaks You was featured in either You, Me, and Dupree, Wedding Crashers, or Zoolander. She maybe gave it away. I feel like... I don't know. Is it? Uh, this one's gonna be a guess. Because this one's impossibly hard. Is it you, me, and Dupree? It's you, me, and yeah. Dupree. Oh, there's Kate Hudson in that. Is that why? Also, mm -hmm. I realized the reason I I took a minute with the last question, the Grey's Anatomy one, was because I was trying to figure out which one was. Because I knew that Ch Chasing Cars, oh, the yeah. Grey's Anatomy had one, but then I also knew that 
Vampire Diaries had Never Say Never by The Fray. Yes. And in my head, I had to sort out which one belonged to which show. I will say the thing about these emotional sad songs of the two... Emotional rock of the 2000s is that most of the names of the songs just do not, like... Make you think of the song. Yeah, that never when say I saw Chasing Cars, I had to take a second to mm-hmm. be like, what's mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. Never say never. The, the chorus is like, don't let me go. Don't let me go. Also, it's like when you were listening to these songs in a burned CD in yeah. your car, like you didn't, you know, didn't know the songs, but you knew every word. I fully remember the first time I heard somebody say Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls, I was like, that sounds like the Doodle Bop. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? That's Doodle Bop Court. No. When I saw that, I was like, I do not know what that song is. Do you know that song? But you do. I but give I give up yeah. forever that to touch you. One song that I didn't like know the. It's on the playlist, the one shattered where it's like, I always turn the car oh, yeah. around. Like, that doesn't set. That doesn't definitely would have told you that song was called Turn the Car Yeah, better. Yeah. But, like, you wouldn't have guessed that it's shattered. They actually really, that's actually a really good point. They do not match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always. Like, one random line in the song. Actually, a lot of these have parentheses this other thing. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really, they really... Never say never, the parentheses don't let me... Yeah, it's yeah. Just like yes. that, yeah. They heavily I had that too. CD. In the official right, I mean, titles. it's actually bops yeah. after bops. <laughs> it was a really good CD. We need a Frey comeback. Okay. Wait, I'm three for three? Yeah. 100%. Um, With or Without You by U2 is featured in what iconic 90s TV show? I'll just say this one is a more obvious title <laughs> with or without you. Um, Will and Grace, Sex and City, or Friends. With or without you. I love that. If you want a little hint, I can give you a little hint. Is it Friends? It's Friends! It's the, it's I the Ross and Rachel. Yeah. I had to think about that because this is really embarrassing. I have like, a, <laughs> I recently watched a fan edit of the West Wings, like Donna and uh, those keep coming up on my. And it was it was it was to with or without you. So you said with or without you, and I was like, oh West Wing, because I like <laughs> ju- I like just watched her YouTube fan edit, which is actually really good if you guys want to see it. Um, but wait, okay, four for four, four for four, yeah. you're crushing. Okay, good girl favorite, meant to live by Switchfoot. We have had. Because it's they're a Christian band, right? We okay, have had, yeah. like episodes. We've had dialogue about "Meant to Live" by Switchfoot. Oh my god! It's featured was featured in an advertisement. Wait, for how what? does wait how does that go again? Dun we dun were meant to live. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it starts with yeah, yeah. It was actually my sister's good girl glossary entry that she sent. That was just that bit emotional. I'm in the This is really Bible. Actually, the the entry was. It was done in a, and it was like, but specifically listening to two boys played in someone's garage <laughs> on some couches. That, yeah, like, that's it. As, yeah. like, as a Christian teen, yeah, that Christian teens all, rise up. Christian yeah, and then, teen boys were playing that all over the country. And I then believe she's it. like, and they didn't know the rest of the song at all. They only knew the riff. So you just listen to play the riff for two didn't hours. <laughs> okay, good girl favorite, meant to live by Switchfoot, was featured in an advertisement for what blockbuster sequel? Was it Twilight New Moon, Spider-Man 2, or Divergent Insurgent? Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire, if that helps. Like, that would be the era. It's not... I feel like it's not New Moon, because I know the Twilight New Moon soundtrack. I actually (laughs) had it on CD. It's how I got introduced to indie music. Oh, well, uh, Flightless (laughs) Bird. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I literally got the CD, and there was, like, Bonnie Bear on it, and I was like, what is this sound? (laughs) Okay, anyways, um... (laughs) 
I think I heard Skinny Love at a Barnes and Noble. Oh, I oh, that I'm gonna, Radiohead I'm gonna... song that was on there. It, that might have been the first one. It's what? in the very end. Like, oh, it's so specific. Wow, that just like awoke. And I remember listening to it with my friends. Meet me, me at the like, Equinox was at the end of the. That's the. <laughs> that's the end of the one. Well, the, the Radiohead. And if I try to sing it, like it <laughs> sounds so insane because I don't know the tune. But it's like. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll find you like a video. Of I'm it. gonna go with this one's gonna be a guess. I'm gonna go Spider Man. It's Spider Man. Yay! Right. And it was specifically in the UK, but it has like gone absolutely viral. This insane ad that is like, because it's the guy from Switchfoot like walking through the streets, and then Spider Man is like swinging around him. It's so crazy. It's like an ad in I, a music video. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen the Creed? Uh, Thanksgiving Day football game halftime show. No. Why you would they do one of those? You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it because it's like normal for Creed and then out of nowhere the strangest man you've ever seen <laughs> comes down shirtless like completely bald no hair on his body comes down and does acrobatics and it's such a weird shift oh like you we actually like the second this is over you guys have to watch it <laughs> i would love to i need that. to show it to you um becca the final one also you're four for four yeah you're absolutely crushing wait i just five for five i looked up the Radiohead thing and it's at the very end it's 15 step is the song it's during the credits Oh. oh. We can play it after that. Yeah, I just remember hearing Supermassive Black Hole and being like, I, I, it's like I gotta do drugs she, now. She like dedicated the book to Muse. To the band Muse. Oh, wow. She's a huge Muse fan. That's why Muse is like in, that's why it's on the soundtrack. That's is crazy. Muse? It's dedicated Christian? to Muse. No. Huh. Just a big Muse head. So random, yeah. right? That's an amazing fact. I know. I love Twilight was my shit. Because she's Mormon, right? Mm. Yeah, mm. she is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's, mm. that's interesting, Laura, as well. Mm-hmm. All right, your final question, final Becca. Question. Everlong by the Foo Fighters is featured in what Adam Sandler movie? Is it Punch Drunk Love, Hotel Transylvania, or Little Nicky? So one of each genre of Adam Sandler movies. Also, how does Everlong go? I can't think of that song. It's, it's a goo-goo doll problem. It's not Punch Drunk Love, I don't think so. What were the other options? Hotel Transylvania and Little Nicky. This one's gonna be shot in the dark. I'm gonna say Hotel Transylvania. Was it in Hotel Transylvania? Little Nicky. No, that was also what I was thinking was Little Nicky, but I just kind of hoped it was Hotel Transylvania. I really wanted to be Hotel Transylvania. That's how I dropped it. I kind of just hoped. Um, I don't think I've heard of Little Nicky. Um, it was like in his "I'm doing characters, characters only" phase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everlong by the Foo Fighters. One thing you guys need to know is that Sid, while she holds up this phone, is like rocking her head out. Look, <laughs> looking at us dead in the eyes, like, and, and like, like banging her head. You, you both recognize and enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I kind of like was hoping this was okay. in Hotel Transylvania. I was um, like, it's a long shot. It's giving Stick It a little bit. I went to like the Wikipedia pages for each of these songs, and it was like used in popular culture, and all of these were like, it, this is the hardest thing to beat on Guitar Hero. And it was like, it was featured in 11 different Guitar Hero franchises. Right. But some were rock band songs and some were Guitar Hero songs. Right, and a lot of crossover. Do you remember the, like, you were either a rock band family or you were a Guitar Hero family. That's so true. I think Guitar Hero was big where I was growing up. Where, did, where are you from again? I'm from Bethesda, Maryland. Like, okay. right next to Washington, D.C. Copy. The DMV. DMV. 
You know, that took me a real long time to figure out. Yeah, me too. To me too. And I'm serious out. Okay. Um. Well, congratulations. Uh, we're just gonna say you got a six out of six. Yeah, we're gonna you say you crushed it. You did. Because it's only supposed to be five questions, so the fifth one's sixth one's always a bonus. You got a bonus point. Yeah. So you even got a bonus or you, point. You actually just didn't cam. Um, um. Wow. Okay. Well, the last thing we do before we watch the Creed music video. Is, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll pull it up, guys. Sorry. Uh, we like to pass the offertory plate. Yeah. Uh. So if there's anything you'd like to. Put in the offertory plate, or people could put money into your offertory plate. Oh, um, where to find you? Basically, that's that was a long-winded way. That's your social you media <laughs> at uh, Super Kira on all media platforms and Emotional Rock of the Two Thousands. Just search it up mm-hmm. on Spotify and, add, and you know what? Rock out. I'm gonna listen to it tomorrow. Have yourself a night. Like, yeah, have you, like, literally have yourself a, I'm watching City of Angels tonight. <laughs> Believe that. I was up until. Two in the morning because I hyped myself up too hard. I did. I wrote this at like eleven p.m. Oh and my I couldn't god! Fall asleep until two because I was. If you if so, also yeah. what I will say is that the best time to listen to Emotion Rock of the Two Thousands, driving alone at night. Turn on Shattered. Oh yeah, you're, yes. you're gonna have a time. Yes, yeah. and or, just try not to crash the car. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know about your playlist when I did this, but yeah. um, when I was packing to leave my study abroad location to come back home. I listened to Bittersweet Symphony and Bittersweet Symphony Bittersweet Radio Symphony so for like six hours. Oh, yeah. And on loop. It's it's before a big transition, Emotional Rock of the 2000s is also very oh, good. Oh, it's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's very good. Are you on YouTube Shorts? <laughs> no, I'm not. Because <laughs> Becca sure is. Is that was that a segment? I should be on the app. Yeah. Um, Becca, uh, besides YouTube Shorts, where else can we find you? Well, you can find me on TikTok for now at the real underscore Becca. Also, YouTube at the real underscore Becca. And you can find me on Instagram at the Becca Stevenson. Amazing. You can find me, Sid King, at Sid period, the period King on Instagram, and that's Sid with a Y, not an I. I'm not a sloth. Um, you know what? That's fine. I thought that that Ice Age joke was going to hit. And it <laughs> I got it. I got it. I, but... And I realized out of respect you guys are being quiet, but it actually made my insides curl. Right, right. So, I, I was just being quiet. And, and I, every time you say Sid with a Y, not an I, I'm like, King with an I, not a Y. <laughs> I don't know. It really trips me up for some reason. You know what? That's a good, that's good spelling it then. Because, you know, yeah. it seems really difficult. Um, and you can follow us, The Good Girls Gone Sad, on TikTok and Instagram, at Good Girls Gone Sad. You can email us at goodgirlsgonesad at gmail.com, where you should be sending your glossary entries for our upcoming Good Girl Glossary only show. And if you just want to chat about anything else, our DMs are open and whatever, um, please subscribe, leave a little review, um, and answer our polls. Yay. You put polls at the end of every episode on Spotify. You should, you should answer our polls. They're um, really important, and we use them for real data, real research. data research. Answer yeah. their polls. The polls. Answer the polls. Um, I think there's only one thing left to say. Oh no! And the one thing is before we say that is we have to thank our amazing, amazing DJ. Amazing. DJ skip to. We love him. You can follow him at skip to my Luke underscore on Instagram, and you should book him for your parties if you live in New York. You really should. You like really. You will have a great time. And there's only one thing left to say now, yes. and that is Jesus would call people whores on the internet. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.